0: Lord. Well, who's happy to be in the house of the Lord today? Come on, let's give the Lord a hand praise today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, that was a good word. Uh, I didn't know where she was going with the donut part, (laughs) but that was really good. I really enjoyed that. Well, listen, um, I want to talk about stress anybody ever had to deal with stress yeah yeah it's not fun (laughs) but let's see what the Bible says you know what we should do with stress so if you have your Bibles uh, Habakkuk 2 and 4 let's let's can we get that on the screen did did I pronounce it right? Okay, did I give the ghetto version of that? (laughs) Uh, Two and four, chapter two, verse four says this, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright. So in other words, uh, a proud person. Uh, It says, it's not upright in him, but the just, somebody say the just shall live by faith. Okay. Now, let's go to Romans chapter 1, verse 17. So Romans 1, 17 says this. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it, is, as it is written, the just, somebody say the just, yes. shall live by faith." OK? Let's go to Galatians three, and I believe verse 11. Now Galatians 3:11 says this. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, it is evident for the just, somebody say the just, shall live by faith. Okay, let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews, uh, I think it's chapter 10. And let's look at verse... 38 Hebrews 10 38 now the just okay by now you know what to do somebody say the just shall live by faith but if any man draw back my soul shall have no pleasure in him do you think the Lord is trying to tell you something Live by faith. Everything that we do ought to be by faith. Can we say amen to that? Even including responding to life's situations. Somebody said, well, I thought you said you were going to talk about stress. I am. I am. And for some of you, you you already got your answer. We need to do it by faith. Can we say amen to that? So I started looking up in the dictionary, you know, stress, and it was saying how stress is a state of mental or emotional strain, tension that's resulting from demanding circumstances and situations. anybody ever have some demanding circumstances or situations? Yeah, yeah. You know, if you have children, of course you have. You know, if you're married, of course you have, you know, if you have a job and responsibilities, of course you have, you know, so, so if you're breathing, (laughs) yes, you have. And it, but I I, I went a little further and it, it was saying that stress is the body's reaction to challenging or demanding situations. So how many people know this? If the natural man has a response to stress, how many people understand that the spirit man also has a response to stress? Now, we gotta know which one is coming from which one. Because you do understand, you're you're threefold. You, You have this natural body, you have your soul, you know, your will, your, your intellect, your emotions. But then you also have your spirit man. The question is, who's in the lead? Who's in charge? Who's in front? Because that's going to determine how you handle stress. Can we say amen to that? So, so the natural man, the flesh, the body, the, the, the soul, it has a response. It's the worry, become afraid, get tense, your attitude changes, you know, your spouse walks in and you bite their head off and they haven't even done anything, or my wife's looking at me on that part. Uh, <coughs> have I, do I need to apologize again? Have I apologized for the last time? Let me do it right now. Hey, I'm so sorry, you know, for, for acting in the flesh and and I would do a better job at acting or letting the spirit man lead me. That's gonna be a nice car ride home now. <laughs> so, we gotta, we gotta, see listen, the, the, the natural man is gonna to speak to you. Oh, yeah. and, and And you know, the Bible talks about how all these voices exist and none of them are without significance. They, I mean, there's a, purpose behind it. And the natural man is saying, listen, do, or the flesh, I'll say it that way, the flesh is saying, this is what you need to do. The flesh is going, okay, there's pressure, there's challenges, here's what you need to do. And a part of that's going to sound right, it's going to sound good, it's going to sound normal, and it's going to sound like that's what you should do. But see, the Bible says the just live by faith. So now I got to look and see, well, what does the Bible say? Everything that we do, it's by faith. And so now we have to discover and we have to look at ourselves, how I respond to life. Is it by faith or am I just doing what comes natural from the flesh? It's so easy to complain. It's so easy to be bitter. It's so easy to change, allow my demeanor to change. It's so easy to take my frustrations out on somebody else. And oftentimes I'm taking them out on the person nearest me. It's so easy to spring into action when problems come. I think a lot of us think we're the Avengers or some type of superhero. You know, when problems come, we just spring into action and and, and we handle it. But that's what the flesh does. The Bible says the just. Any just people in here? Come on, any just people in here? If you've given your life to Jesus Christ, you are the just. Okay, it's not based upon what you've done, it's based upon what he has done. Can we say amen to that? Okay, so we're the just, not because of how many rights and wrongs. See, sometimes I might be tempted to feel like the just if I feel that I have been obedient today. If I feel like, you know what, I've done what the Lord has wanted me to do, so now all of a sudden I feel worthy, I feel, you know, holy, and when you see me, hey brother, how you doing? Praise the Lord, how are you today? You know, I, I, I give that kind of response. But let's say I had a rough day. Let's say I didn't get everything right. Let's say I dropped the ball. You know, now all of a sudden I don't feel like the just anymore. But the Bible says, the just live by faith. Amen. So you know what I've discovered? You know, that's not what makes me just or not. Now, don't misunderstand. We want to do the right things. Can we say amen to that? So I'm not giving you a pass or excuse to sin, you know. So, so don't start putting comments, you know, <laughs> for, the, for those that are watching on Facebook. No, I, I, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying what makes me the just, what makes me the righteous is Jesus Christ. And that is by faith. Okay, so now I'm the just. The Bible says that I live by faith. So now what I am practicing, what I am putting effort into, what I'm being intentional about is living by faith. And it's on a day-by-day, just normal life, just, just all the time. It's not a thing of, well, I live by faith if something big comes. You know, you, know, you get news. Oh, so-and-so is in the hospital. Okay, come on, let's, let's pray. Let's, let's get our faith going. Yes, we do that. But how about when I'm just on my way to work? How about when I get in my car and, you know, I'm I'm just, I'm I'm, I'm on my way. Am I living by faith then? I'm supposed to. How about when I'm just going to the store on a Saturday? Am I living by faith then? I'm supposed to. Why? Because this is how we live. Now, the world teaches a different message. The world says, listen, you got to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps and, and you got to make it happen. And, and, you, and, and don't get me wrong, we work. But everything we do, we still do by faith. So if I could learn how to do that, because see, some of us think it just happens naturally. <laughs> no, it does not. Do you think the flesh wants to give up its dominant rule in your life? Absolutely not. You see, you got to think about this. See, before you were born again, you were dominated by sin. The flesh does what it wants to do. If it wants to get mad, it gets mad. If it wants to complain, it complains. If it wants to be bitter, it's bitter. If it doesn't get its way, it acts a certain way. And then all of a sudden you get born again. And then all of a sudden, you're a new creature. Old things have passed away. Now all things are new. Right. So now the flesh is going, Well, wait a minute. So I'm not in charge anymore? And the spirit man's like, No. But that doesn't just go into effect all by itself without you having to do anything. The Bible says, in all you're getting, get understanding. Yeah. So guess what? Now I gotta start feeding spirit man how do we feed the spirit man through the word of God through prayer through obedience to to God all these fasting all these different things strengthen the spirit man and allows that part of me to be in the lead and so guess what when the flesh goes you know what Girl, you know that when I saw you the other day, you looked at me funny, and you know what? Uh, I just I don't like you anymore. The spirit man goes, now you know that ain't right. That is not what you're supposed to do. See, 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 see. Everything we do is by faith. Now we're going somewhere with this. Let's look at Philippians. Philippians four. Philippians 4, uh, let's look at, let's start at verse 4. It says, in the King James, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Or in other words, be happy. Be happy that you belong to the Lord. You guys remember that song? Now, this is going to show my age, I guess. Don't worry. Be happy. You know, see, you thought he was just singing a song. You didn't know that man was preaching. You know, it says here, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. In other words, always be happy because you belong to the Lord. And the Bible says, I'm going to say it again, rejoice or be happy. It goes on to say, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. In other words, be kind and patient in a way that everyone can see. Why? Because remember, the Lord is at hand. The Lord is near. He's on his way back and he's here with you even right now. Can we say amen to that? So now, what does that say about stress? Okay, now the Bible is telling me, rejoice in the Lord always, and again, I'm gonna repeat it, just in case you didn't hear me, just in case you missed it, rejoice. Okay, well wait a minute though. I got, I got stuff that happens. I got kids that I come home and, and, and nobody knows how the dining room chair is broken. Nobody knows, it's a mystery. I got little ones going, Daddy, I know we don't believe in ghosts, but maybe it was a demonic spirit. <laughs> I go to sit down and the, 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 the this bar stool leads all the way back and there's screws on the floor. after I was on my way home and somebody cut me off. After I get home and I open up the mail and there's some bill that I have no idea where it came from. And they're saying, hey, you owe this and you better pay us in 30 days. I got stuff that happens. But wait a minute. Rejoice in the Lord always again I say rejoice. Okay, I'm confused. You know, what am I to do? Shouldn't I stress out a little bit? Isn't that, in, but isn't that natural? Isn't that normal? Doesn't that make sense? Shouldn't I stress out? Stock market drop. <laughs> isn't it normal to worry just a little bit? Well, let me read this again. Rejoice in the Lord most of the time. Rejoice in the Lord as long as your money is still okay. Rejoice in the Lord as long as your health is good. Rejoice in the Lord as long as your kids are behaving and not lying to you. Amen. Life and death. (laughs) So now I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm going, okay, so here's what I need to understand. There's a response that I'm supposed to have that is from the word of God, but it's a response that is only accomplished by faith. It doesn't, it's not accomplished, it doesn't matter how smart you are or anything like that, you know, my response is not predicated by how I feel or what I think. My response comes from the Word of God and it is done by faith. Can we say amen to that? Well, how is that possible? Okay, well, just pause there for just a second. I believe it's Hebrews 11.3, I believe it is. Yes, Hebrews 11.3. Uh, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Hmm. So the Bible is telling me that, that God himself, the things that we see, that things that were created were created by something that you don't see. What is that thing that you can't see with the natural eyes? Faith. So in other words, I as a believer, as a man of God, I can create, I should be creating by faith. Amen. The Bible says the just, I might say the just, shall live by faith. Okay, so situations come. Now I got a choice. I can allow this situation to determine my day, to determine my mood, to determine my response, to determine my outlook. I can allow this situation <clears throat> to create. or I can be who God created me to be, live by faith, and allow my faith to create what needs to be. Can we say amen to that? Okay. Philippians 4. If we go back there. Now, let your moderation be known unto all men, that's verse 5. The Lord is at hand, so the Lord is near. The Lord is, he, he, he's with us and, and he's near. Verse 6, be careful for nothing. In other words, don't worry about anything. Amen. Yeah. But, now, I, I, I get it. You're going, ha ha, yeah, yeah. Uh, Have you been around the last two, three years? (laughs) Have you seen what's happened, you know, in the world over the last two, three years? uprisings everywhere you look, you know? I mean, things just out of whack. And and, and you talking about be careful for nothing or in other words, don't worry about anything. Don't worry. I don't know if that's spiritual or (laughs) not. He says here, be careful for nothing, but in everything. Somebody say everything. In everything. You, you You mean everything? It's in there. He means everything. Well, but see, now wait a minute. Now, some stuff I'm just supposed to take care of. Some things I'm just supposed to handle. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, except those things that you're really sure about or except those things that you already know or except it doesn't say that. It says, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests Be made requests with an S. So, you know, multiple requests. Be made known unto God. In other words, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray to God about everything. And ask him to help you with the things that you need and thank him for his help. But how many people know you're not just going to automatically do that in every situation all the time. You have to be intentional about this. And it happens by faith. Can we say amen to that? Yeah, listen, there's gonna be some situations that come knocking on your door and when you open it, oh my goodness. I didn't know, I did not, if I had a known that that was going to happen today I would have just slept through the whole day <laughs> things are going to happen things are going to happen yep. but the bible says the just we have a response to when situations sneak up on us yeah, that's right. sickness comes lack shows up on your door layoff fired Kids, help me, Lord. (laughs) Disagreements with your spouse. Petty arguments. Now, I know Brother Eric and Angela, I know you guys don't, you know, I I see their marriage and I just go, God help me. But with the exception of those two, most people, if you're married, there's fights, you pick fights over the dumbest things. The dumbest things. And, 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 and there's, there's, there's anger, there's, there's, there's it, it builds up. But now, what are we gonna do about it? Are we gonna let the natural man cause stress to take over? And once that happens, if we stay there too long, Worry, fear, anxiety sets in, and if that remains too long and now begins to affect my health, I'm more than likely going to respond to someone in a way that's not godly. Although 1 Corinthians ten thirty one says that everything that I do, whether I eat or drink, I ought in everything in whatsoever I should be giving God glory. But now if I don't live by faith, concern and stress and these things that come into my life, guess what I'm not gonna do? I'm not gonna fulfill 1 Corinthians 10, 31. I'm not gonna give glory to God in everything that I do. Matter of fact, I'll be one of those Christians that when people find out I'm a Christian, they go, oh, I didn't know you were a Christian. What a terrible thing to experience. What a, what a heart, listen, I get it. We're all working and we're at different levels, but I couldn't imagine somebody going, I didn't know you were a Christian. Well, maybe because I'm not living by faith. Maybe because I'm not responding to life's issues by faith. It says here, Verse 6, be careful for nothing. This is Philippians 4. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, somebody say the peace of God, which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. In other words, if you do this, if you do this, God will give you peace in your mind. That peace is so great that people can't completely understand it. And guess what? You will not worry or be afraid because you know you belong to Jesus Christ. So now this begs the question, why is it that sometimes in my life, I don't have peace. Why is it that sometimes in my life I'm stressed out? Is it because of what the devil did to me? Is it because of a disagreement with my spouse? Is it because my kids? gotta stop there when I think about the kids. (laughs) No, we have have great kids. Is it because someone does something to me, or is it because I didn't respond to that situation by faith? Think about this. The reason why there's no peace in my life, the reason why stress is just ah. Is it because of what was done to me? Or is it because how I responded? Okay, let me show you something. John uh, 16. John 16. Is that 33? What am I looking for? Guess I need to have these things already prepared. Yeah, 33. Guess I was prepared. I needed to have more faith. <laughs> John, 30, John 16, 33. I have told you these things so that you will have peace. You will be like that because you are united with me. Oh, that's the wrong translation. That's why I couldn't figure it out. Let me go to this King James. Here we go. John 16, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me, Jesus, ye may have peace. In the world, ye shall have tribulation. Guess what? Things are going to show up to your front door. Things are going to happen, and it's not, oh, I must have you know, been in sin, you know, well, you know, yeah, sin does attract sin, (laughs) you know, but but even, you, you may not be living in sin. And guess what? Tribulation, surprises, hardship can still come knocking on your door. Jesus said, listen, in this world, anybody living in this world? I mean, we're not of this world, but we're here. He says, listen, Because you're there, tribulate, ye shall have tribulation. But look at what he says, but be of good cheer. In other words, be brave. I have overcome the world. In other words, I have destroyed the power of this world. So this is why Jesus says, in me, you will have peace. But to operate in him, to remain in him, it takes faith. Can we say amen to that? So now when situations come, I got to ask myself, okay, who's going to respond? Is it going to be the flesh or is it going to be the spirit? That choice is yours. That's up to you. Listen, it doesn't matter what comes your way. We need to be nevertheless kind of Christians. Have you ever heard of that? You probably haven't. That's something that I, I feel like I came up with. God gave it to me. But, you know, Jesus in the garden, what did he say? He said, if there's another way, let this cup pass. Now, this is Jesus, okay? This is Jesus saying, Father, can we do this some other kind of way? <laughs> You know, is there, a, is there a plan B? He said, but nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. We need to be some nevertheless kind of Christians. Can we say amen to that? That it doesn't matter what comes our way, we're going to say, nevertheless, God, your way, not my way. See, because my way, I might want to smack you. But nevertheless, Lord. What do you want me to do? And then he'll say something like this, bless them. Listen, you can't do that unless you're walking by faith. Can we say amen to that? And there's no plan B. There's Okay, well, I'm not going to smack you, but I ain't going to bless you either. I'm just going to walk away. No, you were disobedient. This life that we live, it's by faith. Everything. We are well-kept, maintained people. Yes. Okay, let me show you something. I'm, I'm going to wrap up here, but let, let, me, let me show you something. John 14. John 14. Uh, let's look at, well, let's look at 14. John 14, 14. It says this. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. That takes faith, that takes faith. My wife and I, we have this thing now, if we have a disagreement, now we have boundaries. You know, we, certain things we don't say. Certain places we don't go. But if, if those boundaries are being tested, One of us will right there in the middle of the disagreement start praying. Now this looks weird, you know, you know. Well, you know, I feel this way. Well, you know, I disagree. Well, that doesn't make sense. Well, just because it doesn't make sense to you doesn't mean it's not right. Well, but listen, I'm trying to fix this situation. Well, so am I, but your way is not gonna work. Uh, Yes, it is, I know what I'm talking about. See, that's the problem, you think you know. No, no, it's not that. Then all of a sudden, somebody goes, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, right now, we just call on you, and we just ask that peace just abide in our home. God, we see the atmosphere with peace, with love, with gentleness, with forgiveness. We rebuke uh, bitterness, we rebuke pride, unforgiveness. We we just curse it right now in the name of Jesus, and we just thank you that you're here. Do you know it's hard to keep arguing after that? (laughs) It's kind of like you go... So, uh, you want to go get some ice cream? (laughs) It's just hard to stay there. So he says, if you say ask anything in my name, I will do it. We believe that. And we took that and put it in an everyday just, yeah. Now he says this in verse 15, if ye love me, keep my commandments. If you love Jesus you will do what the word says. It's not enough to know the word. It's not enough to believe the word. We gotta obey the word, can we say amen to that? We gotta obey. People say, I believe. Demons believe. They just don't obey. (laughs) They knew who Jesus was. And it, is, it says in verse 16, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. Another comforter. You know, I, I, I looked that word up once upon a time. And uh, comforter, uh, a synonym was like advocate. But then I looked up a synonym for advocate, and it was champion. And I never knew that. I said, wow, Jesus says, I'm leaving, but I'm sending you another champion. You realize a a champion has beat everybody else. A champion, okay, okay, when everything was done and when the smoke cleared and the dust settled, the champion was the one that remained standing. So when I read this, and it's saying, okay, Uh, uh, I shall give you another comforter, an advocate, a champion, an intercessor, a counselor, a strengthener. Okay? It says that he may abide with you forever. Now that hit me, Brother Eric. Forever. So that's now? Okay. So Why do I respond to life's issues as if my champion is not with me? Why, when a problem comes my way, do I begin to contemplate things as if my champion, my advocate, my helper, my strengthener, my supporter is not there? But see, it takes faith. The just. Somebody say the just. Okay, this is us. This is us. So you know what? I understand when sinners do what they do. I understand when sinners spring into action. I understand when sinners worry. I understand when they complain. I get that. But the just. See, I I shouldn't look that way. I should, in a moment of Uh, calamity and and problems I shouldn't look like a sinner I shouldn't look that way I've been changed I've been positioned and, 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 and there's something that's been given to me and I may not understand it all but I can read a comforter that may abide with you forever it's like this we were talking about this in the past. It's like this. So pick a president, any president, your favorite one, and let's say that that president, <clears throat> they have with them all the time who? The Secret Service, right? They're with the president everywhere they go, right? Well, let's say that president, uh, something comes against that president, a, a threat, an attack, a surprise, You understand that the Secret Service already has a predetermined response to whatever danger, whatever surprise, whatever inconvenience comes the president's way. They they, they already know what to do. They even practice for it. They even, let's throw something crazy. Let's say a a meteor fell out the sky. What would we do in a case like that? They practice all kinds of scenarios. And so when that attack happens, there's already a predetermined response. And you know what the president does? He goes right along with that response. You got so many of them that take the president and they run this way. And you got some, they set up perimeters and, you know, they, 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 they are an escape route. They have that already prepared. Now, let's say the president, your favorite one, pick whichever president you want. Let's say that president comes under attack and instead of going with the predetermined response, pushes the secret service out of the way and says, stand back guys, I got this. You would look and go, this is the dumbest person ever. <laughs> you know What do you mean you got it? That's why those guys are with you, to handle this. They can handle an enemy greater than you. They can handle a problem that catches you off guard. Now that's the secret service. Let me tell you what the Christian has. And I pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter, a strengthener, an advocate, and an assessor, a counselor, uh, uh, one that's on standby that may abide with you forever. So now I got to take some ownership here. When trouble comes, when surprises come, when I come home and my dining room chair is broken and nobody knows what happened. You can tell, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to bring personal stuff into my message, I'm sorry. But we need new dining room chairs now. The leather is peeling. I'm like, what happened? I come home, there was a piece of leather, the leather chairs, you know, and I said, what is that? What is that? I don't know, Daddy. I don't know. Then I go in the living room. This, this is true. My wife is shaking her. This is true. I go in the living room and the couch. It, it's got the a leather arm and and all that. And I'm going, why is this multiple colors? What, 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 what? what have, somebody's. We have a demon that peels the leather off the furniture. I'm still trying to search the scriptures and find that demon. You know. But apparently that's what we have, because nobody knows what, and, and, and daddy, we don't believe in ghosts. But those demons are real. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I had a moment. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Just had a moment. But now the Bible says that I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter, That he he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. So the world can't receive him, but guess who's already got him? Because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him not, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you. Somebody say the Holy Spirit is with me. And shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you." Now this is what the Bible is saying about us. So now, when situations and circumstances and problems come my way, if I don't allow the spirit man, to, if I don't seek God, if I'm not praying, asking, what do you want me to say in this moment? Even if if I'm in the heat of the moment. Like I said, wifey and I, one of us will break into a prayer in a heartbeat. Even if I'm in the heat of the moment, it's not too late. It's not too late. But if I don't do that, you know what I'm like? I'm like that example of the president. I'm telling, now, the president has the secret service. We have the Holy Ghost. But if I'm not walking by faith, if I'm not obeying, I'm telling the Holy Ghost, stand back, Holy Spirit. I got this. And the Holy Ghost is like, oh, here we go again. (laughs) Let's just think about what we're thinking about. Situations come. Jesus already told us that. He already told us that. I'll read this and I'll close out. Verse 21 of that says this, of that John 14. It says, He that have my commandments and keepeth them He it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Now there's a lot in that, but what I want to focus on is that last part, and will manifest myself to him. So I'm saying, okay, I'm looking at this, verse 21, and it's telling me the person who has my commandments and keeps them, that's the one that loves me, okay? And it says, and I will love him and reveal myself to him. In other words, I will make myself real to him. Let me tell you, when you walk by faith, when you are determined to give life's situations, a response that comes out of the word of God, Jesus says, now listen, I'm going to reveal myself to you in a way. I mean, some people struggle with that. Is Jesus really real? I, 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 I want this encounter with him. Well, the Bible says this. He'll reveal himself to you if you have his commandments and keep them. That's what it says. I will manifest myself to him. So now Jesus becomes someone that's not so distant, you know, but he's right here. And he's in here. And now this thing is real to me. Now this thing is everyday to me. Now this thing is not an event. You know, events happen, you know, once a year, you know, once every six months. But this is not an event. This is a lifestyle. Yeah. This is just who I am. And so now Jesus is real to me. He, I know he's here. I'm not wondering if he's here. I'm not wondering if he hears me. I'm not wondering if he's going to answer. I know he is here right now. and He cares about everything that I'm going through and he's got a response. He's got an answer. So this is who we are. This is what we do. There's no other option. There's no plan B. There's none of that. It's real simple. I've given my life to Jesus Christ and now I'm a man of faith. And that's what I live by. I live by faith. Everything that I do is by faith. I don't speak death. I speak faith. I speak life. Anything that I speak should have life, should have faith. So you know what? I don't say things like, oh, well, you know what? It's just never going to get better. The just should live by faith. I found it four times. Maybe in there more. The Lord is speaking to us. He says, this is how you live. He says, I come that you might have life, Jesus said, and have it more abundantly. Yeah. Right. But maybe the reason I don't experience abundant life sometimes is because I'm not living by faith. I'm not speaking faith. Right. I'm not standing on the word. But we're good at blaming, blaming the devil. That devil... We're good at blaming other people, boy. I tell you what, if it wasn't for my spouse or if it wasn't for this job, maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. And I'm refusing to help the devil out. Can we say amen to that? I want to live by faith. Let me pray over you. Father, in the name of Jesus, Now, God, I just pray right now that you you speak to us, speak to our hearts. If there's areas, God, where we haven't been living by faith, if there's areas, God, and it may be unintentional. It wasn't something we planned on doing, got caught up, got distracted, got overwhelmed, overtaken. But if we've not been living by faith, God, reveal it to us. God, we have an open heart right now. We have open hearts and open minds. Just speak to us. Just show us. Because, God, we want to be the people that you created us to be. We know that there's victory, breakthrough, and success in that. So, God, I just speak. I speak blessings over these people today, over all those that are watching, God, that we just get an uh, uh, attitude, a determination that we are going to live by faith. And, God, I thank you. I thank you for households that are being set free, mindsets that are being delivered right now. I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. We'll give the Lord a hand praise today. Hallelujah. That's all I have for today, so we will look for you Sunday morning, bright and early. God bless you, are dismissed.